and trains, and we're prepared for it with new technique and new approaches. And as for our part, we feel that you're the best pieces of manpower available in this whole region. We're getting ready to have a live spectrum. What we were trying to say, we got to walk home, walk home, walk home. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. To reach Devin Wade with a question or comment, follow him on Twitter at Wadesword. Be a part of the group on Facebook by joining the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group or liking the page. Welcome to episode 24 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. And what a special edition it will be as we bring into the building Kevin Allen, the Silver Fox, the birthday guy, and also Biscuit. He's in the building as well. It's our first time with the, uh, the two of them in studio in a while. But first and foremost, I want to thank you guys for finding the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. No matter how you found us, we want to remind you guys we're on iTunes, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. And if you want to reach out to us, uh, the way to do that, or reach out to me, rather, uh, it's the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page and group on Facebook and at Wade's Word, W-A-D-E-S-W-O-R-D, all lowercase, and on Instagram, dwade909. So with all of that said, I want to say hello to, to Kevin Allen, and, uh, and and Biscuit Kev, happy birthday, first and foremost. Happy, happy birthday to you. How was your birthday? It was great. Um, enjoyed it. Hey, got to see another year. Bless. Hey, 25 years old. Hey, getting a little now, older. I, did, I was going to ask you, did you and Hank Aaron have a good time at the early bird <laughs> special? <laughs> yeah, we reminisced on, on number 715. Hey, Biscuit, how are you? I'm doing outstanding, Devin. Well, you know what? This is a, uh, this is a, a big week. I mean, are we ready for this week in Houston? No, I mean, obviously this is a national podcast, but are we ready for this week in Houston? Do you know what it is? Biscuit, I'll ask you. You Maybe you're plugged in. Um, Is it Drake week? It's H-A-W, baby. What Houston Appreciation uh, Week. Okay. Drake will be in town. Weezy is uh, hosting a party. Which one are you going to, Kev? <laughs> My couch. <laughs> well, hey, man, we need to do something for this. What, what, what can we do for Houston Appreciation Week? I want to get out and, and, and kick it with Drake, man. Okay, go ahead. Good luck. Hey, you can, maybe you can be one of his bodyguards or something. Well, hey, you know what? He's a front runner, so once the, the podcast really gets going, I'm sure he'll be a fan of ours. Now, so, how are you gonna take shots at the man? You you celebrating his day, his week, and then you gonna take shots at him? No, him I appreciate what he's doing. Strippers everywhere, thank him. That uh, that's who's gonna benefit the most. So, uh, with that, it's time for well, let me let me preview what you'll hear first. First, we'll, we'll get into some hot, uh, some headlines and hot topics. Also, we have a quote of the week. We have ball and a fallen, and we have a uh, we have a we the people segment where we talk about the poll question, and uh, that's familiar. And there are a lot of Houston themes here. In addition to that, we have a uh, a Hollywood swinging episode in which uh, we talk about some some. Some stuff going on in and around Hollywood and some guys that we've talked about on this program. And a new segment that we've, we're going to try called Shame, 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 or Charge It to the Game. And uh, I'll describe that a little bit later on for you guys. But right now I want to do headlines. Well, the Houston Rockets are for sale. And uh, everyone from Dikembe Mutombo to Yao Ming to Tillman Fertitta to Mattress Mac, everybody wants a piece uh, of the Rockets. What, your thoughts on that? Uh, on the uh, first of all, I'm surprised. I'm shocked. What are your thoughts on? Right, Rocky I mean, Mills? everybody's shocked. I mean, no one expected Les- Leslie Alexander, the current owner, to be in a mode of selling the team. I mean, you're in the midst of trying to acquire 
Carmelo Anthony. You're trying to get excited and get your your fan base excited about the, this coming season with the acquisition of Chris Paul, and then you you drop this bombshell, and and it's just it sends shockwaves through the Houston area to say, okay, well things aren't as secure as we thought they were, and, and we don't know why. We don't know if he's. They say it's not health. They say it's not you know anything going on. Yeah, he just kind wants of a to, weird timing on that. I mean, it's definitely weird. He didn't even take any questions. So I mean, it's 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 a he weird. Could, thing. I mean, it it may be health, and he may not want to say. Kev, you have your ear to the streets. You know a lot of folks. That, what are you hearing? I can see it. After 24 years of owning a basketball uh, organization, and, and Les is older, so he, he's probably tired at this point, and then that's where he can sell. Uh, but I ball. wonder day in and day out, how much does he have to deal with? I mean, I know it varies from owner to owner, but you know, most owners have so many other ventures going on that the sports teams are just a portion of their portfolio. Yeah, but when you look at it after 24 years, that's a job along with the other things that, that he's doing. Uh, he, he has a huge turnover with this uh, that he's going to make some money on. And then you think about it, he's getting older, like I said, and he can start dividing that up with his kids and things like that. Now he doesn't have to worry about that anymore. But then when you look at it on the business side with uh, giving James Harden that big contract, getting Chris Paul, now you have the team really attractive for another buyer. Right. So when you well, lock and, these but kids, a lot of times up. we see this in baseball. A lot of times, uh, times uh, teams will dump their a- assets and their heavy, their big paychecks and they and everything that's heavy on their payroll to to make the load lighter for the new owner. So, but it's a little different with basketball because you talk about superstars, and this is a superstar driven league. And so, if you have the more superstars you have, the more value your team has. So you want to build up that value and keep those assets because they add value to your team. And again, he paid eighty five million for it. They're talking two billion dollars. What are you? What are you thinking? I mean, what are you hearing? What do you think? I don't. That, that seems kind of high. No, but that that that's you think about it with, with what the players are making and now that TV money. So they, these teams are, are are really cashing in. And then when you look at Houston with the market in China and things like that, they're really attractive for a buyer. Well, that brings us to the second part. Uh, another part of the headlines: No Carmelo Anthony trade. As of yet, now the rumors even get a little bit wilder. It was always assumed that the Rockets were the front runner to acquire Carmelo. However, you're starting to hear even Portland getting in the mix, uh, Cleveland trying to get back into the mix, although that seems highly, highly unlikely. And then there's the outside possibility that he stays in New York. A lot of people were upset that the deal didn't go through, that the new GM is pulling back. But I think I think that's the best move to sort of reevaluate things and I said this on the local show that if they can, if he can mend fences uh, with Carmelo and have Porzingis on the same page, and maybe I don't know somehow, you know, get this team in rah-rah mode. Maybe just maybe you can, uh, you know, get some things going, some some traction in New York. So I'm not mad at him for not making that deal. Well, I mean, he came out and also said that Carmelo is not the future of the franchise and that they're not going to build around Carmelo Anthony. And if you're trying to bring somebody in and you're trying to get him to buy into the situation, that's not a statement you make. That may be the case and that may be true, but that's not something you come out and let the fans know, hey, we're not going to build around Carmelo. We're, we're, we're trying to get young. We, we may want him here, but we're not building around him. And I mean, I think this is all gesturing. I, I'm not sure what, what the Rockets are offering. I don't know how much they have really to offer. I mean, because the Knicks aren't really yeah. interested. 
interested in Ryan Anderson. The that's Rockets where your don't have a first round. Deal come, yo, your right. four team, through a three and four team deal. Right, but that's also tough. I mean, that's you know, it's it's easier to do a three team deal than it is a four team deal, obviously. So, I mean, I, I think it'll get done. I think that bringing the Blazers in is is trying to muddle the market, trying to drive up well, the price for Carmelo Anthony. Coming from the players, right? But they they also the 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 players, the GM from the Blazers encourage the play, the Blazers to talk to Carmelo about coming to Portland. So, I mean, I think this is just that that new GM trying to drive up the price because the value for Carmelo is just not there right now. And Kev, I know that you, I mean, you, you and I have differed a little bit on that. On the Knicks possibly keeping him, you say, hey, get rid of him. Yeah, you, you you get rid of him right now, Devin, because when you look at it, there is no value. You win in 30 ball games with Carmelo. You may as well get what you can for him and try to rebuild. You can you can win 30 games without him. So you, you, you unload him and you try to get better because Carmelo really doesn't have that many years left in the NBA, you know, as an effective player as, as, as he always been. Well, and uh, also in headlines uh, for the Houston Astros, the, the injury bug bites yet again. Carlos Correa out from six, for six to eight weeks with ligament damage in his thumb. Do you think you're going to get Keiko back and, and Colin McHugh, McHugh and all those guys? And now a big piece of your offense is is gone for six to eight weeks and maybe even longer. Uh, I see you rocking your, your Astros gear. Will the the injuries catch up with them? Or, or well, I, think I you mean, kinda, you're kind of seeing it at this point. I mean, they they dropped two or three against the Twins. They just lost against the uh, not the Twins. Was it? The, yeah, it was the Twins. They just dropped two or three against. Um, no, the Mariners. I'm sorry, they lost two. They lost two or three uh, to the Mariners. They're on the road, which they they outperform on the road. Like their road on the record is is crazy. So I think you know, getting back on the road, they do have that firepower. They still have a, a dominant offense you want to get your pitching healthy uh to be able to help your bullpen which is kind of struggling so you, you once you get that starting pitching together everything will start to come together i think they still need one more starting pitcher but it looks like they they won't make that happen necessarily but for one thing let's go back to carmelo hey man come to houston we'll help you fix your marriage man well, come on yeah, come, well, come to houston well, we're not through with carmelo too by the way we'll talk a little bit more about him uh, a little bit later on in the podcast uh also today it, it's sort of a flashback to- you can't squeeze the juice <laughs> well, hey, he, O.J. Simpson is out. He, they, he, well, he won't be out till he won't be October. out, but he was uh, released on uh, on parole. He, he won his pro parole hearing, and so he'll be out in a few months. But uh, in a unanimous decision, a four zero decision, they voted to let him. O.J. is gonna make a killing on his halfway house transit. I mean, his his transition from jail to the halfway house. I don't know. This, I don't think Florida. that he's doing that. He's I think not, they're not gonna make him sit in the halfway no, house. No, he goes straight oh. to the community. And I watched him all day. I, I got a chance to watch him all day. And it you was, watched that. You bought into that. I watched him. Oh, come on, on, man. Y'all. Come Wait a minute. On. Let me tell you something. I was invested. Look, at the time that, that all of this happened, I was in college, which I was in college for a long time. Yeah, because I was in high school, so that was a little, you yeah, in college well, for a long time. Yes, yeah, and I had the the privilege of. Of watching this trial every day, okay. and so I'm totally invested. I dropped a couple of classes because I was watching the OJ trial every day. I work in the morning, and I will come on and watch OJ. You gotta watch the juice, man. Yeah, yeah, I watched them every day. I watched them every day myself. So, Better than a soap opera. So yeah, it was. It was really, really, really good stuff. And and I have a lot to say about OJ uh, a little bit later on. But I tell you this: where were you during the chase? I know. I mean, I know you know. I know exactly where I was when the chase. I was watching the NBA Finals with some friends, 
and uh, they broke in in the corner of the television showing juice on, on the freeway in the back of the Bronco. I'm like, And then wow. eventually they switched, and then, then the small screen became the Rockets. It became the Rockets and the Knicks. Yeah. yeah. I was in Orlando, Florida on a press junket, and I was with my man Mark Gray, and it was it was an unbelievable deal because it was the happiest time ever for a Houstonian because, hey, here we are in the finals, and we get to be play the Knicks. And I say we because, again, at the time, it, it was a we situation. Mm-hmm. Now, I've grown up, and now we know it's a, a, a Les Alexander team. It's a Bob McNair team. But at the time, they were our Rockets, and it was a, an exciting time. And then we get preempted by the chase, which was a fascinating stuff. So uh, I'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But the uh, bigger question is, is where were you when he uh, got acquitted? Yeah, I was at work, and I knew that we weren't going to talk about that at work because we had a mix. Some people about, thought he was yeah, guilty. Well, no, it was, it was actually um, diversity, mm-hmm. cultural diversity. And so you, the black people were kind of secretly happy, but you didn't really want to gloat. Because the white people were really, really, really pissed off. It was an awkward thing. But I will say this. And a lot of people have said a lot of things about OJ. But people forget. A lot of people. A lot of people. A lot more people that will, will admit it. Had real doubts about whether or not he was guilty. It wasn't until... I, when did you? When were you convinced that he might be guilty? I never thought he was going to be guilty. <laughs> no, no, no. I never, I never thought he was going to be guilty because Marsha Clark and 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 Darden had too many holes in the case. Well, here's the deal. So I, there was doubt because again, you when you start talking about Furman, I tell you what, I, I'm gonna tell you when I knew OJ was he was going to be a free man. Okay. Mark Furman. Well, yeah. When Emily Bailey asked him those questions, they were done. And, it was over. And, and like I said, you know, uh, but uh, even beyond that, a lot of people. Now, since then, now the, the the thing that made me, I was more convinced that he did it afterwards. Because when he started doing the documentaries and all that, I'm like, come on, man, that's just stupid. You know, that that's when you like, you know what, you should have just went to France, Jamaica, Mexico. You should have went somewhere and just left it alone. And his behavior just was just. But there's several. If you look on the internet, you can find several. Well, I won't say legitimate. Well, I mean, I guess I mean people put time, money, and effort into these documentaries, and you can find some stuff out there that may make you scratch your head a little bit. Well, I remember where I was. I was in ninth grade in my physical science class, and they rolled the TV in to watch the verdict. As soon as they said not guilty. A friend of mine said, you can't squeeze the juice. And my physical science teacher, who's a white lady, ran out the room crying. Yeah, like, it, crying. It, no, like that she was, knew Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman. Like, yeah. they were her best friends. It's not, yeah. We People, talked about cubits of blood and how could they not. She was just, she was just... Yeah, Jesus. it's it's a yeah it, a it strikes a big big nerve for a lot of people. So finally, in headlines, and again, these are things that we're going to touch on a little bit later on as well. Michael Vick initially comes out and says, "Oh, Colin Kaepernick needs a haircut," and then uh, today he apologizes. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple of those things a little bit later on, but I want to get to the hot topic, and this is something I talked about on the local show here in Houston. It's this the promotion for Mayweather. I love it. The promotion for the Mayweather. A Conor McGregor fight, and and I'll tell you this, and and again, this, and with all jokes aside, really seriously, I'm boycotting the fight. I really, after today, I probably won't talk about it. 
Uh, I mean, obviously, you guys may want to hear about it and want to talk about it. It's not much to talk about from a competitive standpoint. But w- when I started seeing some of the, ra- the the racial undertones, which I knew were going to be there anyway, but when I started to see those things being played out by Conor McGregor, there are two reasons why he did it. Either he didn't he didn't realize he was saying those words and he didn't realize that he was pushing those buttons. Or actually, three. He, he, maybe he didn't realize it. He could have done it intentionally because he, he's a racist to his heart, or B, he's doing it to stoke, you know, interest in the fight by making this a racial fight. And I found that so repulsive and so appalling because, dude, there are people out here dying for real, like in real life, and and they're gonna be some real problems in different venues around the country if this this tone continues, this racial thing, which we knew was gonna be like that anyway. You knew it was going to be there anyway, and I even mentioned that before. But to see them try to capitalize on that, boy, dance for me, you know, stuff like that. I, You know, those are buzzwords. And, and let's not forget, if you want to go back to history, when Jack Johnson won the heavyweight championship. And again, I know that's going way, way, way back. But hundreds of people around the country were brutalized and and. And they had several lynchings around the country when Jack Johnson won the heavyweight title. This is real, real stuff. And I just think it's not worth it for uh, for this fight to turn into this this racial thing. This is not Max Schmell and Joe Lewis. These, this is just about nothing but pure profit. And to push the buttons of racism for pure profit is it's out of line. And I, I, think, I think a lot of people should walk away uh, from this, I think it's. I just think it's horrible, and, and I'm not really. Again, I said this on the air. I'm not the the you know the white ball hitting the black ball, and I, everything. <laughs> I I don't make everything racial like that, and, and a lot of things that I could go in a racial direction. You know, I pull back from a little bit. I try to pull back from from some of those conversations because you can get bogged down in those conversations. I try to to sort of see a bigger picture and and, and not just stay on the racial component of a lot of different issues. But to push those buttons now, I think is is horrible and I think they should be ashamed of themselves and and I don't want any part of this because that's not fun and that's not funny. You you you're talking about a sport, if you want to call it that, where and you're talking about promotion for a sport where they try to beat each other up. I don't care like about that. that. that that's the, but I'm saying, how can it you? It is a sport. It's not. How a, it's not you, a fist How fight. can you get all upset and all in your feelings about promotion for a fist fight? Because that's again, saying, it's like, not a fist fight. Because maybe you don't understand the nuances of the real sweet science. It really fight. is a sport. It's a fight. Okay, it's not and, a fight. And, and, and you know, MMA what? is more closer to a fight than and you know what? Than boxing. Mayweather and you heard it here first. Maybe not. Mayweather's going to lose this fight. Uh-huh. And I tell you why. Think about the money potential in the second fight. The money potential, if he would have lost to Pacquiao, would have been bigger. No, nah, because that fight was over, and it was it was more about proving that he was dominant and everything. Everybody thinks he's going to win this fight. Everybody. I mean, no no one who who seriously follows boxing or follows MMA thinks that Conor McGregor can go from MMA to 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 boxing just like that. What's gonna happen? It's his fiftieth fight. He's gonna lose this fight. And he's going to make a bunch of money. He's going to pay off his tax bill because we all know he's got tax problems. Which is, yeah, that's sad onto itself. He's going to pay his tax bill with this one. And then he's going to live off the off the second fight. I'm telling you, nah. it's, a, it's, it's fixed. The fix is in. All the money is going on Mayweather. 
It's I'm telling you, watch what I tell you. This is a well, I won't watch, I, yeah, I won't bit. watch. But but go ahead, Kevin, because I think you would disagree with me. I like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to watch. I'm disagreeing it. with both of y'all. Number one, on Biscuit's side, he's not going to lose his fight. Right? He's not no, gonna, I don't think. He's yeah, not going to lose no, his first he, fight to somebody that's not in, that in kickboxing. It's not. He's not going to. He's not going to lose that one. As far as paying off his taxes, yeah, he'll pay pay it off, and then he's not going to live off of. The second fight, because as much money as he has right now, he can pay the taxes off if he get ready to. He's just choosing not to pay them. But he now, asked for deferment. Now, with you, Devin, on that side, where you're saying the racial overtones or and how they're promoting, and you're not going to buy it, we ought to say we're not going to buy when they start doing the closed circuits. And charging you for pay per view. Well, I mean, no, I, no, I've no, been no, on no, that no, for a while. No, yeah, but, I've been on but, that for a while. But you'll pay for another fight. This is just one that you choose not to purchase. We need to stop buying them all together and let them put them back on regular TV. Oh, and yeah. maybe people start following boxing again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I wish I so, wish we could make that so happen. So it, it just your preference of what you want to pay for. Well, I, I mean, think, again, I, I, you know, I had I didn't have a tremendous amount of interest beforehand. But when you see the, and I said this, and you know this, I said it on the air that, that all the stuff leading up to the fight, I wanted to see. I wanted to see the show, and but it just got yeah, but, crude but, and unoriginal, but, and it wasn't. And then you, you go to the racial stuff that I didn't. But I just think didn't about like this now, damn Yeah, I, I can see about the racial stuff, but they not, really don't mean it because they're riding on the same. Yeah, airplane. but you know what? Hold on, they're riding I, you, on, I know. They're I riding know. on the same airplane. They in the airplane joking. Yeah, but but, see, but you know who ain't gonna be joking? Some Irishman and some brother from the south side Devin, of Chicago. Devin, they're not gonna be joking. Dan Rack shooting now. Right. They but, don't have nothing to do with the right, fight. Right. But again, so, so I I don't I don't look at it that way. So my thing is, everything now is leading up. It's, it's about when you do an event, how much money can I make? What can I maximize on? We got a soccer match. 100,000 folk probably be there. But you think they haven't counted that money? Yeah, what I mean, make? I, so I, it's, I, a, it's about all that. How much can we make? Y- y'all go up there and but you know what? shenanigans. Let's get this money in. Here's the deal, though. Everybody tries to say they excuse everything with money. And, and everything... You know, oh, this is about money. So, so somehow it's okay because it's about money. And it's you got to start having lines about some of this stuff. And again, to me, that was a line for me. And, and I really want people to think about that. I really do. And, and so few will. Dude, but think about this. You know how much money that they're about to make. They got kids. They'll never have to work. Their kids will never I have mean, to oh, work. Oh, that's great. You go to work every day. I go to work. Biscuit go to work. I wish somebody had left some money for me where I don't have to go. <laughs> go up there and act a fool. And this money trickle down to me. Turn but, two flips. Send but, that check. <laughs> right. But like I said, it's a, it's a heck of a thing. But well, what they going to do? take a time out before that? You know, I told you, I don't know. You didn't listen to the last podcast. Why you always call me out, man? <laughs> Why you always did, do that, you man? Know, Kevin, on, you both go, of y'all man. are like this. Why you do You only listen to the shows that you're a part of. And that's that's that's, well, maybe that's the same. Maybe you need to call us more often. <laughs> well, hey, so a lot has happened since the last time we had a podcast. I've been out of town. I went to the memorial for my aunt. My mother's sister passed away. So, so I spent some time in Chicago. So uh, this month, I went twice here this summer. So uh, it was supposed to be the summer of trap music. Okay, so I, this this ties in together now. It ties in. Just just roll with me for a second. So so the first time we flew. And I flew with my mom. 
it was a rough trip for a lot of anxiety about making a flight. And it really, from door to door, it was seven and a half hours. So I came up with the bright idea that the second time we would drive. And really the reason why, the, one of the reasons, I get nostalgic about, about road trips because we grew up, and Biscuit knows this, driving across country once or twice a year to go see grandma. We would go to Pittsburgh, and every now and then we'd go to Chicago. But everything we did, we flew sometimes too, but mostly as a family, especially in the summertime, we would drive. So I have a sort of nostalgia uh, about, you know, being in the car and being on the road and just, I, I, I enjoyed the drive. The drive was 17 and a half hours, long drive. So, you know, you, you think with all this technology, you just run everything through your phone and, and you know, through the Bluetooth in, the, in your car. However, you couldn't get reception in large parts of the country. You're going up and down hills and all through the middle part of the country. So what you have to do is if you have to listen to the radio. And what do you hear most of? You hear country music. So this might be the summer of trap music and country music. So in the break, I'm going to play a little bit of country music. <laughs> I know I, I feel the crazy looks from – I see them in studio, and I know they're out there. But, yeah, check this out. I'm going to play a little bit of country music. Come back on the other side with Ball and the Fallen. Shame, shame, shame. We'll blame it on the game. Hollywood swinging. Have you heard? All that good stuff. This is the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast on iTunes. Tune in and SoundCloud. I got a bachelor pad, uh, you got me thinking about a fence outside the bike that I had, uh, I sold it for a full size, change up this man cave, cause someone like you needs a little room to do what you do, a new phase is just what I need, yeah, you make me wanna trade in whiskey and weekends, you make me wanna stay in with you every night. Feeling I'm feeling Girl, you got me shopping For the cut that you like You make me want to love Welcome back to Sports Talk with Devin Wade uh, The Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast Episode 24 Again, want to thank you guys for all your support All around the country And uh, the podcast continues to get bigger and better We're going to be doing some things We're going to be doing a lot of things We're going to get out and about and do some remotes. And with football season coming, we're going to have a lot of high-profile guests and all of that good stuff. So a lot going on with that. But right now, I want to get into a segment we call Ballin' or Fallin'. And this is where we give you three things, uh, three items, teams, players, whatever, and uh, decide if they're ballin' uh, if they're ballin'. And we'll give, uh, we'll give you guys here, Kevin and Biscuit, an opportunity to chime in on that. And so with that, uh, let's go with, uh, let's go first and foremost uh, with the future of golf and tennis. And let me set this up. Now, is, uh, is the future of, of golf and tennis balling or falling? And this is why I, I, I talk about this. So you have Roger Federer winning Wimbledon, and you have Venus Williams, 37 years old, reaching the final. There's no new crop of male or females coming up that can take the reign and, and sort of dominate tennis in the way that, you know, you talk about Nadal and Federer and Jokovic and, and the way they have. And on the women's side, like, nobody's stepping up. I mean, you have various women that will play well, but Serena 
has dominated tennis forever. Venus, 37, in the absence of a sister, first of all, congratulations to her. But again, you go, you breeze through all the way to the finals. You lose in the finals. But again, you know, you have to wonder about uh, the future of tennis in that way. Golf, the last four or five majors have been won by a first-time winner. So with Tiger gone, Mickelson getting older, you have all these names, and Jordan Spieth and Dustin Johnson and Rory McIlroy, but nobody's stepping up to the forefront. Will that change, and will golf and tennis in the future, will it, will it be balling or will it be falling? Um. Well, these these sports I'm I'm very very passionate about to to say the least. Um, <laughs> I know you're trying to be funny, but <laughs> I, I don't. I yeah. mean, uh, I get. I mean, yeah. I guess any sport when they lose the the dominant force, the primary uh, winner of all time, I mean, it happened in NBA when when you know uh, Magic and Bird and Jordan kind of all left, and and you had that one on one basketball and the game kind of transitioned, and so. Now you got LeBron, and so I mean it, it goes through waves. I think it, it, it may be falling for a moment, falling for a time. Both sports, uh, I think, I think golf more than tennis. Uh, but I think those those kids who who grew up watching Tiger Woods, seeing Tiger Woods play, hell, they grown in, now. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I, well, they, they, where they, they at? They, they're coming, and I think I think <laughs> they should have come already. Well, I mean it takes time. I mean just you know it takes time to to, to get in that process. So I think. Once those things start taking place, I think you'll see a resurgence of golf. But I think I think tennis will be fine. And uh, so, is it balling or falling? Uh, golf is falling. Tennis is balling. Okay, so Kevin, I'm with with you. I, I'm I'm with Biscuit on that. Golf is is falling. Tennis is balling on the women's side. I, I kind of watch. I mean, women. it's almost like boxing. Though you need that American, well, and that's outside of Serena and Venus, which again they're ageless, but. You know, with her having a baby, who knows but how she'll come back? There it is, though. There's the key. But so, so who's the next American? Because you but, know but, us in America, we you need to have an American. Look but, at boxing. Without an American heavyweight, no one cares about the heavyweight. But you, you, you just answer that. The the next big thing is, will Serena win after the baby? But you got to look at it. She's so dominant, you can't find that next one that's coming because she's dominating the, dominating the sport. But it, it, but is that starts. about her being that that dominant, or is it com, that combined with the fact that it's just not a superstar? You think about it, Madison Keys and some of these other people were supposed to step up, and nobody really. But you can't step really up. Has. You can't step up with Serena still in the way, and then you look at it with Serena out. Venus is still there. Yeah, because sometimes they have to play each other. Right. So those two are the Americans still. But until they get out of the sport, you really won't be able to to really see it. So that's why I say I'm I'm with biscuit on so, that. So so golf falling, tennis balling. Okay, and yeah. I'll say for both of them, I think I think they're falling right now. I think I it's, it's a tough tough falling. time. Uh, next up, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, now uh, Kyrie Irving comes out this week and says, "Oh, we're in a peculiar situation as a team." LeBron is not very happy, it seems like, and uh, nothing is really happening other than you get rid of David Griffin, the the GM. No additions, no Jimmy Butler, no Paul George, no Gordon Haywood, no no Carmelo. Nothing has happened. You have some smaller acquisitions and maybe even the addition of Derrick Rose, which I thought would have made a difference for the Knicks. Didn't. He's well past his prime with those knees and all those injuries. I'll start with you first, Kevin. Are the Cleveland Cavaliers balling or are they falling? They're falling. I keep on falling. 
Okay. No acquisition. Le- LeBron is not active in the in the free agency out here. Does that mean he's 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 on his way out? He's good as gone. If <laughs> if I'm the owner, and and I've said this in you know just neighborhood talk, I trade him because he's gonna leave again, and I'm not gonna get anything for him. Why not trade him and get something for him? Wow. So if he wants to go to L.A., get go ahead and get rid of him now. I give <laughs> yeah. I give him a head start. I'm not gonna let you do me like that again. <laughs> you know, hey. but if you look, if you're Dan Gilbert, the owner of that team, then you trade LeBron. You couldn't live in Cleveland okay. anymore. So after this season, when he leaves, I have nothing. He's but gone anyway. This is this is where I think really the fans really will have more of a say. We talk about fans having input, but they don't have any input. But in that area, the way they feel about LeBron, that would be like trading like. Akeem Olajuwon, Clyde Drexler, and Earl Campbell on the same date. But check this out, Dad. And Nolan Ryan. Throw me in Nolan Ryan. Remember, after the NBA Finals, he gave him a heads up. He said, hey, give, get all your questions in because I'm going to be out for a minute. You haven't heard from him. Right. He's telling you. Like He's I said, I, I, if I'm, but I can't get rid of him because I will be the most hated man in sports. Again, after the letter, a lot, especially a lot of brothers, they don't, they won't forget and forgive him for the letter. Uh, but I do think, essentially – uh, I, I think that you have to make LeBron be the bad guy in that situation and make and let him leave and, and say, "Hey, I'm doing everything I can do." Well, am I forgetting something? Has has the Cleveland Cavaliers changed what conference they're in? No, they're still in the Eastern Conference, right? Right. And uh, who left the conference? Uh, Paul George, who was one of the best players in that Eastern Conference, right. and Jimmy Butler, who was also in the uh, Eastern Conference. So I think they're balling because they're going to have an easier way to the championship. But you got Gordon anything, anything can happen in, once you are in the championship. Anything can happen while you're in the NBA finals. I mean, or in the NBA season. It's a long season. Kevin Durant could get hurt. Steph Curry could get hurt. Klay Thompson could get hurt. Draymond Green can get suspended. All these things are happening. And then if you go and you win another championship for Believe Land, anything can happen. We we saw that if, if the Golden State Warriors hadn't won the champion, I mean, uh, had won the championship when Kevin Durant went into free agency, they might have not gotten Kevin Durant. And so now you're looking at a totally different situation. So anything can happen. His way has gotten a whole lot easier to the NBA Finals, where it was already easy before. So they're balling. They're going to be rested. They're going to be cool. They're going to breeze their way through the Eastern Conference. Yeah, you have uh, Gordon Hayward with, with the Celtics, but I mean, I'm, I'm afraid of the Celtics. Right, and I'll jump on that, and I'll say they're falling. Because, again, you're playing for, for all the stakes. And it doesn't matter what you do in the regular season. And, you know, I just don't think this team is – they may not even come out of the East. And I certainly don't think they have a chance. So, this in my is, opinion, they're, they're falling. Yeah, this, this is the first time when you've seen Cleveland in a number of years – they're kind of they're not in disarray, but you got the question marks up now because now you 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 don't have that movement. They're probably the best team in the East still, but it's nobody there. You got to look at it. You're about to lose your best player, so you got to make a move to make yourself better. Because if he get if he jumps ship this time, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's over. Well, you still have Kyrie. Yeah, you still and, and like Devin said, I mean, you can't you can't be the owner and make that decision. I mean, nah, you can't, you can't you do can't, it. You give, it makes basketball up. sense. I agree. No, it you're makes giving sense. up an opportunity for the championship. 
for 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 yeah, it's maybe for only one year, but you're still getting getting rid of that opportunity. You don't throw away a championship caliber uh, team just because one player may leave may leave the following year. You don't know what winning cures all. And if they win the championship, he's gonna be loved in Cleveland again. And he's going to love Dan Gilbert and everything's going to be hunky-dory. And they're going to say, we did everything that we could and we got rid of that GM because he wasn't LeBron and LeBron is a GM. And, I mean, it's going to it's gonna be fine. It's going to be rainbows, sunshine, okay. and unicorns. Oh, yeah. And also, by the way, the NBA's trade deadline it was moved up and they've eliminated some timeouts. So they're trying to speed up the game, but basketball is the quickest game. So I don't know why. Well, everybody's so caught up in speeding up the game, but that's a, a conversation for another day. Finally, ball in the fallen, uh, Oklahoma State head, head coach Mike Gundy's mullet. Now, if you've seen this thing, I'm going to post this on uh, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group page and the fan page. And is that is that mullet balling or falling? That's a bona fide nice mullet. That is balling. A man <laughs> go into people's houses and homes and recruit kids with that mullet. You got to be doing something right. Business in the front, party in the back. <laughs> Kev, what's your thoughts on that? Hey, man, I guess the kids love it. Because he, he, he has it going on at, um, in Stillwater, man. But I mean, you, I, you know what? I'd love to see you with a mullet. <laughs> we call it a shag, though. We do it. I don't know what. I mean, that's first time. You know, I'm not up on that stuff. But when they start talking about mullet, I saw what Man, you had. don't remember. I mean, we've had some man. world-class mullets from back in the day. I never wore a mullet. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Brothers wore shag. I didn't yeah, we yeah. wear shag. And man. a New Yorker. Remember yeah. way back in New Yorker? Yeah, I mean, I guess <laughs> I, I guess it's, I, I don't know what to call that thing, man. It's, ball, it's in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say he's balling. Anytime you, you double and triple down on, on that, hey, man, you are balling. So uh, Mike Gundy's, uh, his mother is balling in the front and in the back. Uh, with that, I want to talk about our all uh, our We the People segment. We the people. We the people where we go uh, have a poll question on on the Facebook page and people chime in on that. The question this week was if if Carmelo Anthony joins the Rockets with Chris Paul and James Harden, how far will they go? NBA title, NBA finals, one and done. A complete disaster. Which one would you say? Second round. Second round. So, so really, no progress. No progress. I mean, what? Where's the improvement with Carmelo? If you get him, so you you get another score, but you get a ball stopper, and he can't play defense. So you you've not done anything but with the addition of, of Carmelo. Yeah, you. Well, and I, and I, after you guys comment, I'll tell you what the fans say. So you you get Carmelo, and then they sign me, you, and Biscuit. <laughs> and reserve roles, no more money left. What Chris Paul gonna get hurt? It, it never fails. Gonna pull a hamstring, so he'll probably play sixty games. So I, I really I mean, we talked about the move. It's an okay move, but like you said on the Houston show, if I'm gonna give away that much, like I gave away, let me run after Paul George. Let me try to get that, and I still save some for my bench. You know, they go back and get Tyreek Black from the. Lakers. Yeah, they've added some role yeah, guys. I don't so, know, you know. I mean, you you lose Lou Williams. You know, now you have to depend depend on the reason to score a little bit more. So I I don't see the progress really. So the second round and that that it's the same what do thing. you what do you say, Jordan? Well, I think they with, with Carmelo Anthony they have a, 
a really good chance, actually. I mean, it depends on if you have to give up Eric Gordon and Ryan Anderson. Uh, if you have to give up both those guys, I think your 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 chances uh, are depleted greatly because you don't have the depth that you had before and that you enjoyed the previous seasons. Even though Mike D'Antoni only likes to go like eight deep uh, when the, when the playoffs come and when when serious basketball comes along, but I, I think if they have if they add Cormelo Anthony and play him at the four, and then you have you don't have to have a reason. If you have Cormelo Anthony, you have Chris Paul and uh, James Harden. You can let uh, Ariza stay out on the three. You can let your guys create in the middle. You, yeah, you you give you give Cormella one side of the one side of the court and say this is where you're gonna be. You can play the lower block, low block, or the high post, or you know take your mid range jump, but don't shoot too many threes. Penetrate, pass, rebound like you did with Team USA. And we'll be fine. And I think <laughs> we, the we, he hit the we. That's See, we. He, I'm, a, I'm, a, he, I'm a rocket. No, 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 I'm a rocket fan. Hey, hey, notice he said. Team USA, you got 12 All-Stars. Man, come on, biscuit. Man, but you got three with, with, with him at the same time. You only got five players on the court at one time. And the defense is going to come between Harden and, and the Carmelo. What are you talking about? You got to score 150 points a game. Chris Paul plays defense. That's one. Trevor Reza no, no, plays no. defense. No, we're saying James Harden and Carmelo Anthony. Well, I know, but we're talking about they're not the only players players on the court. You got Clint Capella who's, who protects the rim. This goes you back got, to what I said about Chris that. Paul, uh, that's a great defender. You got Trevor Reza. That's three out of the five right there. How many defenders you want? We only had one last year. We got to the to the third round and second round of playoffs. And you're gonna go to second round again. So <laughs> here's what the folks said. The majority of people said one and done. You'll win a series and done. That's getting to the second round. Uh, after that, the second. Uh, the second highest amount of votes uh, said the Rockets would win the NBA t- title. Uh, beneath that, a couple people said they would make the NBA finals, and uh, only a few said the Western Conference finals. So that's I, I, I think they can make it to the Western Conference finals. I think with Carmelo and with Chris Paul, those guys haven't really learned how to win in the playoffs and, and sustain uh, playoff uh, victories and series and, and finish them off. And neither has James Harden for that matter. So I think that the lack of experience and the lack of knowing how to put a team away will show up eventually in the playoffs. But that's why I think they would lose in the Western Conference. Now, let me ask a quick question. Now, Biscuit said, put Carmelo on one side of the court. Mm-hmm. Who you put on the other side of the court because <laughs> the other two going to be fighting for the ball. Well, uh, no, they'll be on. watching whoever gets the ball. They're, yeah, they're going to fight. You take it out. No, you take it out. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Capella, you take it out. Throw it to me. You know, so who's going to take it? Who's going to have the ball? Yeah, you I don't, play pick and roll uh, on that side. I don't, you play pick and roll uh, on the other side. I don't think that that's a good mix at all. I think it's good for video games, but in reality, I don't think that it'll work. I don't think the acquisition of Chris Paul will work, and that goes back to what we talked about even on the last podcast. But with that, want to switch gears and go to the quote of the week. And this will bring up something that we talked about a little bit earlier. Uh, this is from Michael Vick. This is after he came out and said, the first thing Colin Kaepernick needs to do is cut his hair. So he came back today and said, quote, at the end of the day, what I said, I should have never said. I think it was taken out of context in regards to what I was trying to convey. But I only wanted to help Kaepernick. I'm not a general manager. I'm not a guy who makes decisions on getting him signed. I'm truly sorry for what I said. I think I should have used a better choice of words, end quote. And that's Michael Vick. You know, here's my take on that that whole situation. Michael Vick clearly 
associated Kaepernick more closely with himself. And, and I'm not going to beat Vic up about this because it was just really a dumb thing to say, but I think that that's his go-to card. And, and you, you see it sometimes when, when you go straight to your to, to relating it directly to you and, and not being able to see a bigger picture or, or compare apples to oranges because Kaepernick is not Michael Vick. I'm not as angry at Michael Vick. And I'm not going to say like Kaepernick did, he has Stockholm Syndrome, although he didn't say it. He posted it on his Instagram. Uh, but I just think that he's not a Rhodes Scholar. You know what I mean? So, so I mean, you know, and again, we all say something stupid from time to time. And I think that he was in the right place to really go in on some of that stupid stuff. When you talk about Jason Whitlock and Colin Cowherd, who both said really controversial things, you know, or or not being able to relate in the same way or have a real understanding uh, of a, a black perspective. And Jason Whitlock is black. So, and, and but we've been running around about what, you know, some of the stuff he said and, and he can't stay out of trouble in this situation. Your thoughts on uh, Biscuit, your thoughts on the Colin Kaepernick deal? I mean, I think it's a big deal about nothing. Basically, what Vic is saying, he needs to change his image. I mean, yes, like you said, he's not very eloquent. He's a football player. He's, you know, he was a great football player, so he didn't have to do a lot of schoolwork. So that's why you get these kind of responses. But basically, his 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 I feel his mo his his intentions on what he said he needs to cut his hair. Basically, he's saying he needs to change his image and how NFL teams look at him. NFL teams look at him as a troublemaker, uh, as a guy who's going to come in and, and, and tr- cause a bunch of controversy. And he's not you know he's not worth it. So the, he, Mike Vick says, "Hey man, you just need to change your image." And yeah, I think that's, that's so what he's trying to convey. Because a Cutting his hair won't do anything. What I think he needs to do is be, be seen somewhere on a football field. And, and I've not heard him come out and publicly say, hey, I want an opportunity to get back in the NFL. He's doing incredible, incredible charitable work around the country. He's contributing to some great causes. He's affecting people's lives. He's doing some of the best stuff ever. Great, great, great stuff. But what I need to see is I need to see that, hey, man, do you really want to play football? But other than that, and again, I said all along that I thought that he would have been signed. And now that it's getting closer and he's not going to be signed, at least until somewhere in the middle of the He won't be signed at all. If if there are injuries, he'll get signed. I, I think RG3 is done. But I think it is a case of him getting blackballed. And that's a that's a damn shame that that we are in at this space at this time. And I thought about that. And, and actually, I thought about it on the ride here. It, it, when we look back on this time, and this is another reason why I'm not on the Mayweather thing. You look at, at where we are in history in America, and, and all of the stuff is such a tumultuous time with the police shooting uh, innocent black men and killing people, and 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 not you know being forced to pay for their transgressions from Tamir Rice on. Uh, and, and then you look at some of the stuff that happened in Ferguson. And then you look at, you know, even today, the OJ thing and all, you know, the, the racial tension. And, and you look back and this is a very tumultuous time. And you see that this kid is getting blackballed for trying to make a statement about injustice in America. And he can't get a job. And, and I mean, you could I mean, again, the lowest of the low can get a job in the NFL, and, and rightfully so, in my opinion. Anybody should get, you know, it's football. And, and Kaepernick should be afforded the opportunity, and I think it's a it's a doggone shame uh, that he's not signed at this point. And that's very, very, very uh, – it just says a lot about who controls the sport of football and who runs it. And obviously it's all about money. 
and they're not worried about diversity. They can talk about diversity and wearing pink for breast cancer awareness. They can do rainbows for everything else. They can do anything they want to do. But when it gets down to it, a majority of the rich white patrons that pay to go to these games control who's on that roster. Devin, I look at it where I'm with Michael Vick on the first comment he made. He needs to cut his hair. And I'm like Biscuit. He didn't mean it in a bad way, but change his image. I just don't that think that Afro, that's going to – Hey, he didn't he, do anything you wrong. Know, you know who he looks like, and I'm not trying to be funny. He looked like one of the band members with the Ohio players in the 70s. Right, or so the Silver. players, or yeah, the Silver. Like, you see what I'm saying? So, but, look, but, hold on. Check this out. Remember, your parents always told, taught you, go for a job interview. You went and got a haircut, didn't you? You went and got you some clean clothes, didn't you? You got to change that image. So we got to look at this. And number two. But his image so, is not that he's a bad guy. And if it is that he's a bad guy, then they have, they got a, it all messed now, up. I blame Colin Kaepernick. Number one, I don't know who made the decision to cancel that contract and void it out and cancel this last year. Man, he was going to get cut No, in no, him. no. But I'm going to get my money. So this is where we go back about the money deal. See, he's crazy for making. In a way, I'm going to give up guaranteed money. And I got an extra year left on my contract. See, we got to look at the man in the mirror. He got to look at himself. Well, he I don't made, know that he wants so, to even play football because I hadn't heard him really say that I definitively. Don't, I don't care. I might not want to play, but you're going to give me this $14 million you owe me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get that away. So now we got to look at Colin Kaepernick. What kind of decisions and choices are you making? You I know. don't feel sorry for him. I mean, I, I just think it's a shame that you can't – I mean, he didn't do anything wrong. He, he's a – He's doing great work. He's doing he's doing really the Walter Payton man of the year kind of work. And you but remember. I just think he need you need to show. I mean, it's too many scrub quarterbacks and that, in this league that you can find a spot for this guy. Remember, we had a conversation on the Houston show. We said, hey, nobody wants to stand up. These athletes don't want to do that. Why? They mess up their money. Then this kind of stuff happened. You see what he did? I look at the consequences he's suffering. That's why these athletes don't go out here and march. You see what I'm saying? Right, right, right. You, right remember right. when we said yeah, Chris Paul about it, yeah. and what they did? They did it on that show and what they do. You ain't hear nothing else from them anymore. Yep. They put him out on Front Street. None of those guys are coming to his defense, are they? No. You're not hearing a lot of athletes coming to his defense. You're right about that. So uh, we'll have to see how that goes, but it looked look like – uh, it looks like NFL cancel starting. He will not have a job. So with that, I want to shift gears. Uh, and, again, you guys can give us feedback. Uh, how can they get to you on Twitter, Kevin? They can get Because I think you're going to catch some of it on this one. <laughs> oh, I, think, I think you're going you're gonna to get some. some because uh, you stirred this stuff up. No, now. I mean, you gave your opinion. Hey, I, hey. hey and, and I hope they do. Tweet me at Allen, Allen Ron 10, at Allen, Allen Ron 10. But Colin Kaepernick, hey, number one, everybody knows your mom and dad always told you, taught you your appearance means a lot. Number two, he voided his contract out. He gave up the money because if not, he still had another year. And you know what would happen? San Francisco would have him in camp. At Allen, Allen, Ron, 10. <laughs> <laughs> At Allen, Allen, exactly Ron, 10. exactly why I don't have social media. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, you can uh, reach out to him on the Sports Talk and with look, Devin Wade. And you page. can get Biscuit on the same address on the same <laughs> time. Yeah, tweet me what you want to say about him, too. I'll, I'll relay the message. Uh, I want to do a, a new segment that we're going to try. Uh, it is called... Shame, shame, shame. Shame, 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 shame on you. Which 
charge it to the game. But it's all in the game. Is, 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 it, is it a shame? Is it shame, shame, shame? Or do you, hey, you just got to charge it to the game. Uh, and I'll give you three scenarios, three situations. Okay. Boston Red Sox cut Pablo Sandoval and owe him $49 million through uh, 2019. Now, for the Boston Red Sox, is that shame, 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 or do you just charge that to the game? You charge it to the game. I mean, you're the Boston Red Sox. Your, your payroll is outstanding. I mean, it's astronomical. You got it. I mean, so, I mean, <laughs> you just charge it to the game. You're trying to win. You're trying to win every year. You bring in free agents. You you spend money. And so that's what happens. So you just charge it to the game, especially when you're a player like that. Okay, well, <laughs> Kevin. They charge it to the game. They got the money, man. Give it, <laughs> hey. Get a man in money and run. Let him go. <laughs> it's, it's shame, shame, shame to have given somebody that shame on them for giving him exactly. the kind of deal not that they owe him forty nine million for the next few years. But wow. I'm happy for him. He got. Oh, his, that's he what got, I'm talking about. Hey, what is they? What we've been talking about? Yeah. It's about the money. Yeah. Well, <laughs> as, if if this uh, show hadn't been controversial enough, OJ did nine years for stealing his own stuff. So is that shame, 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 or you charge it to the game? That's shame, shame, shame on OJ. <laughs> OJ knew better than that, man. So, so. OJ, I'm glad you're out, brother. You were not out yet, but you, you'll be out in October. But shame, 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 Juice. Go ahead. I like my livelihood. I'm not trying to get over, get pulled over by police. Uh, I'm not trying to go to jail anytime. I'm not trying to get audited. Um, so I'm gonna say you got to charge it to the game if you OJ. You know you got mixed up in the in the in the situation with your ex wife and her friend, and you got mixed up in that. And, I didn't um, bring up '94. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, we talked about it earlier. So I mean, so I mean, you you just charge it to the game. Like you know, I didn't. I, you know, I may have got away with one. They came back and got me for another one. You know, you just got to charge it to the game. You know, See, now you free. <laughs> you know. See, I'm I'm the other way around. I'm like Kevin. Shame, shame, shame. Even if you are 100 percent innocent, you have to read the environment around you and understand that you can't run a stop sign in America. So shame, shame, shame. You should have went to I. Hey, you should have been in Dubai before Dubai was cool. You should have been somewhere way, way, way far away. So shame, shame, but shame. He didn't. So he 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 was living the life. If you watch, if you watch, Made in America. OJ, OJ after the trial, OJ was living the life. So OJ charged to the game. Look, you, people gonna gonna be upset that you got. Now, away. It's they also, gonna feel like they you got away with one. They gonna feel like they got you for the second one. And so you gonna people ain't gonna be as mad as you know. But more. but you know, on a serious note, it is a shame, shame, shame. He did nine years for something that, that anybody else would have got a year for. So that's but that's a different. Uh, that's a different issue, but I think that that's, you know, when you start talking about justice being blind, that was re a revenge situation, and that's not right. Whether you think he did or didn't do it, this was wrong. To give him 33 years for armed robbing Rich, he didn't even have a gun. And, like, everybody in the room had a recording of it but O.J. They it was, him it up. Was, they said, it but was say a, juice, juice was wrong. He was wrong. And say you wrong. and I talked about this before. If I'm the Juice... I'm giving everybody up. <laughs> Biscuit had it in the sock. But they didn't. Yeah. By the time they got the OJ, 
Five people already turned themselves in. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm giving y'all up, man. Don't do nothing with me. Look, everybody turned state seven in some OJ. Look, like and you said, was, hey, OJ, you can't run a stop sign, brother. Come on, man. You uh, yeah, know, he, they, he was they out trying of to get you. So, you know, you, you you made a mistake. You were living the life. You were doing what you wanted to do. You felt like you, you could do it. You know what I'm saying? So you, you got some goons and you wanted to get your stuff back. Okay. You know, you got to pay the consequences. Well, you At least you get charges again. You ain't got to serve the 33. You only got to serve the 9. So I'm cool. Yeah. And finally, uh, in the same, same, same with charges to the game, 51 year old Michael Irvin wanted to fight MMA. Is that shame, shame, shame with charges to the game? Shame, shame, shame trying to feed that habit. It's <laughs> tough to get that monkey off your back. Hey, man, that's wrong. That is wrong. That's, that's and, a shame. You 51 years old. Why else are you trying to, trying because, to fight MMA? Because for the same reason all these guys try to do a different sport. Nah, yeah, to feed You know, he habit. hangs out. You know, he hangs out in Houston. He, he was a Haywoodless party. All right. Like, Happy birthday. You know, I ain't partying with that. I ain't partying with Michael Irvin. <laughs> I ain't trying. <laughs> 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 to put you in line with a juice on. Man, man, juice part two, huh? Yeah, I don't mess with that white girl. <laughs> shame, hey, same, same, same with charges of the game. Crazy, crazy, crazy. What are you? MMA. Dang. Well, you remember, he's not the first cowboy to do it. Ed Tutal Jones but, but wanted to be a pro boxer. And it, it, didn't, it didn't show up at all in the ring. Hey, man. Now, you know what? <laughs> you just said so. That's not the only cowboy. They got some special stuff going on up there, man. <laughs> well, yeah. North <laughs> Texas is a different place, it's right? It's a different kind of atmosphere up there, but ain't no telling what they got going on. But that's shame, 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 Mike. Yeah, that yeah. That's bad. I charge it to the game because these guys, all these guys want to – it's hard for them to let it go. Look at the other athletes in other sports that are doing stuff. Just three-on-three league. Now they got to do the seven-on-seven league with the old retired players. But that's the players playing the game they've always played. Yeah, but again, you they all want to do – you got everybody want to play golf. Off. You got you know nothing wrong with of- that. That's relaxation. How many of them want to turn pro in golf? Steph Curry, a couple of them. Romo talked about it. Well, so he, I he mean, can play pretty decent though. Yeah, so did Steph Curry. He shot a sixty-eight the other day. Well, well see, then maybe he can go there. Mike yeah. Irvin and MMA. Man, they better have the paramedics close. <laughs> they well, they will. Come on, man. Yeah, that shot ready. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, before we get that's out of here, get everybody. That's not me, man. Yeah. The, the, and finally, Al, Alan, Alan, Ron. <laughs> Alan, Alan, Ron, team. Yeah. Finally, uh, the Have You Heard segment. Have you heard? Have you heard? Well, have you heard that this has not been a stellar week for, for, for the brothers? The brothers have had a, a rough, rough week. From And we talked about this last week on the podcast. But we're going to start the new podcast uh, about uh, R. Kelly, O.J., and Bill Cosby, what we say the, the 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 what the what was it the the Rob Bob and something? It was uh, uh the Bill. What was it? Golly, I forgot it that quick. But it was the uh, about OJ, Bill Cosby, and R. Kelly. The Bill Bob and and OJ okay. podcast. Well, we could have did that this week because two of them are in the news. So it turns out that there are reports that R. Kelly. Have you heard of R. Kelly's? Oh man, he can't let it go, man. That's. He, alleged- he got girls trapped in the closet. <laughs> Goodness. I mean, and so allegedly he is keeping women against their will, and he's made. Hold on, let me the finish. The worst kept secret in America. But hold on, let me finish telling you. So they say that the women have to wear like sweatsuits. They can't wear anything revealing. When they when men come over, they have to face the wall. 
in if a man speaks or says something funny, they can't laugh. And it reminded me of what is it? It's a meme that says OJ release party hosted by R. Kelly and Usher at R. Kelly's house. Yeah. <laughs> Bring clothes for the sleepover. 9 p.m. until your daddy calls the police. <laughs> <laughs> at Alan Ron King. <laughs> <laughs> so no, so I look. No, it reminds me of, of, of hustling float. You know what I'm saying? So, but it's but hustling so, float. Why? Why? No, 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 no. Because because it's it's in reverse. See, he was a a a, a pimp trying to be a music artist. Now R. Kelly is a, is a music artist trying to be a pimp. So he was starting the sequel, Flow and Hustle. Oh, <laughs> Hold on, now watch this. You it's still about, you still listen to R. Kelly music? Not a lot. Not a lot. The last album was too much for me, cause it was just too too graphic. It was audio porn. I I didn't I didn't. So like with that. all this going, but I go back to some of the stuff he did back in the day a little bit. But again, him, Chris Brown, it's a bunch of them. But they get at least the blues for stuff that they do. But they you turn around and listen to R. Kelly, you, you, and you, I, I you giving Mayweather and this dude blues for for the shenanigans they got on he got people locked up in the house looking at the wall and the poor girl i saw on tmz she didn't know what to say she <laughs> she was so confused she couldn't even get her words out trying to stick to the party line man there's so, there's been so many stories about r kelly one of his artists sparkle her her, oh, yeah, her niece. niece her niece yeah, had got that. wrapped up in in Aaliyah. he married Aaliyah. At 15. i mean allegedly allegedly they say no they were married they found the documents they they were married well what i mean i mean it's well, just, but again, I, I, since that stuff came out with the 14 year old and, and i i just can't listen to r kelly look if r kelly anymore. wanted to help my daughter's career he could come to the house and do it. And with, and with the door open, we ain't closing no doors in this house. So y'all can be in there rehearsing in the living room. Mm-mm. I don't even have my son cross the street. Mm-mm. When you so, sit, you sit. And so, and then on top of that, Usher, they say Usher has herpes and, and Wait, Kevin what, 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 what famous star don't have herpes? Oh, like, really? That is, like, really? Come on. I mean, they all sleep with the same women. If one got it, they all got it. That's just the truth. Come on. Like, really? This is really a story we worried about her, her, Usher, having, Usher having herpes? I'm, I'm glad this is a podcast. You're right. I if we were on the radio, we'd get kicked off the air <laughs> right now. They come pull us off the air. I mean, that, but, really? I mean, come on. Like. Oh, we we really think these guys sleep with all these women and just magically they don't have STDs? Come on, man. Like, well, I really. think that that's overstating what fame can be. I mean, it, I mean, I think some you of think it some is, woman ain't gonna sleep with us because they think he got herpes. I mean, I, yeah, no, I, well, I, I think he, yeah, I think they still would. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You just start singing and all that. They gonna forget about all that. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a dog dog world you live in, biscuit. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I live in, re- in reality. I mean, it just, it's just it's, is what it is. And then, and then they say they kept, they call Kevin Hart cheating on his pregnant wife. So I mean, all of these things again, not none of this. Color me surprised. Yes, none of these things are substantiated yet. So, uh, but that's just. And I got to tell you, I love Black Twitter, and the, uh, Black Twitter is look. Black Twitter made Michael Vick apologize. So uh, shout out to Black Twitter. If you if you on Black Twitter, hey, shouts out to you. So with that, uh, final thoughts, man. In this this dark world you've created, this, no, this world is dark and wretched, and that's why we all need Jesus. And that's what I mean on that. We all need the Lord. <laughs> 
<laughs> now he want to be a preacher. Right. I just bring the truth. I just bring the truth. Dropping truth Dropping truth bombs. Hey, well. Now he want, want to be a preacher. Hold on. Where's the collection plate? <laughs> Let's, get, Let's get your Mercedes out there, man. Hey. Well, oh, hey, with God. that, want to wrap it up, Kevin? How can I get to you again? I'm scared to say now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got these two brothers in a double team. Man. <laughs> no, now, oh, no, you out there on that pool. I feel like OJ. Y'all set me up in there. Y'all got me in there. Look we just put that high mic in front Hold of you. Oh man, then y'all close the door and stuff. Now y'all got mics all around the building. <laughs> y'all just set me up, both of y'all, man. Let's uh, go. No, you can get me at Allen, Allen Ron 10. At Allen, Allen Ron 10. And happy you, birthday. You, Wish him a happy birthday when you see him, when you, hey, when you go on. And, and look, you, and, and if, you, if you got to send something out to me. Send it to him. If you got to send something to Biscuit, send it to me, too. I'll get the message to him. Because he, he doesn't have social media. But if you got something to send to him that you don't quite agree with what he said today, send it to me. I'll get the message to him. Well, hey. I don't just want bad news. Send the good stuff, too. You know, if you totally agree with me, then send that, too. Yeah. Well, hey, you can reach me at Wade's Word. want to thank you guys for listening and spending uh, part of your time with us and, and spreading the word and telling folks about it. We're getting bigger and better. Folks from all over the country are listening. We certainly appreciate that. Things are only going to get bigger and better, and we're going to do more things, especially around football season. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and we look forward to you guys going on this journey with us. We want to remind you guys, iTunes, tune in, and SoundCloud. How about we leave out with a little will of them? <laughs> Mamas don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. That's that was, that's that close you can get. Mamas don't let your babies go with our kids. <laughs> <laughs> this has been episode twenty-four of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. And as always, have a great day.